chairman or one of the vice chairman of the you know Trump twenty sixteen campaign. Um, so I'm just giving that little background there, just because you know equal time or fairness or whatever, because um, you know he really should be coming to us and speaking for himself and uh, putting his own stuff out there. Okay, um, let's see what. And we have maybe some another announcement that will be after this. But the next speaker up is Ashley Sullivan. Um, she's a candidate for state rep in Gloucester. Um, <laughs> yeah, did that Gloucester. right. <laughs> uh, she's uh, been a chairwoman of uh, the Gloucester Republican City Committee, the KPN GOP. And if I'm not mistaken, I think she's a small business owner. Yes, and, and she's And she's here to introduce her. So thank you guys, and I want to apologize too for being a disruption and walking in a few minutes late. Of course, my timing—I get lucky in a semi fire, and I <laughs> get stuck in traffic. So um, thank you. I your support is extremely important to me. Um, I know that if there's no way I'm winning this race without conservatives behind me. Um, so. It's important, you know, just support's important, and um, I'm really glad to have been invited. Uh, I want to start, I think, by telling you guys my story. Um, it's an integral part of why I think I will excel in this position. Uh, I, of all people, actually, and I'm going to come clean from the get-go, used to be a Democrat. Uh, my family, not because I truly really care about or trusted their agenda, but I was born and raised in a family that identified that way. And I mean, in the middle of Podunk, Missouri, going all the way back to when women gained the right to vote, my grandma was holding secret underground meetings. That's how far back it goes. Um, so I never thought about it. Never really considered it, just went along with the fam. Um, I was mistaken, I was wrong, and looking back, I'm like, you weren't even thinking at all, were you? <laughs> um, but I, I learned my lesson. I grew up in a small town in the middle of northern Missouri on 90 acres. We were in the middle of nowhere, 90 minutes from a grocery store even. Uh, my parents were divorced, and eventually my mom got remarried. Uh, we spent a lot of time moving as a kid, and at one point I lived five different places in two years. My parents fought a lot. They didn't have the healthiest of relationships, and because of this, I ended up on the streets at a very young age. Um, when I should have been enjoying prom, graduation, and getting ready to go to college, I was bouncing couch to couch, struggling to survive. I didn't know where I'd sleep, I didn't know where I'd eat, I had not a penny to my name, and I would work each day just to be able to sleep somewhere that night, or be able to afford food that night. It was a tough time for me, and when you're in the middle of nowhere, there's not a lot of options for work. Um, but I looked back and I realized God put me on that path for a reason. It was during this time that I met my husband through mutual friends. He had just gone through a divorce and sold off the business. Um, and we hit it right off. Uh, we came to Massachusetts. He was born and raised in Rockport. And he brought me on vacation, and I never went back. Um, we started building a family, having kids, had a beautiful home, four bedroom home in the middle of Rockport. Um, just life was really, really good for us for a very long time. We built up into a really great thing. Then during the Obama years, my husband, uh, my husband's in IT. Uh, he 
security type of thing, um, and then eventually video streaming. He, hired, he actually pioneered the video streaming industry. So you get videos to your cell phone today because of the work that he did early on. Um, after, you know, I was lucky I was able to stay home with the kids during this time. I had gone back to school for business administration and marketing on the side. Um, and, you know, I just kind of stayed home and raised them. Then he got laid off. And this was during the Obama years. And he couldn't find work. And we lost everything. Um, we put our stuff in storage. We lost that as well. Um, and we ended up on the streets again <laughs> with two kids. And it was a really, really hard time for us. Um, we started picking up odd jobs on the waterfront, trying to just survive. I mean, you got two kids, you gotta pay the bills somehow. Um, and we got very lucky. Uh, we, you know, I did everything from manage a tile and stone store, store to work the corner store to, you know, lobstering, dragging, cleaned houses. I did paperwork for uh, the fishermen that couldn't read. There's, a, you know, a, a few of them in Gloucester that, and that's why they've been able to get off around a lot of these poor men, which is a really sad situation. Um, it was during this time that I started realizing how much political policy plays a role in your day-to-day -day life. And this is when I really kind of had my epiphany. Um, I instantly registered independent, and I started reading and studying anything pertaining to policy that I could get my hands on. I started, same with economics. Um, I, I wanted, the more I learned, the more I wanted to know, basically, and I went down the rabbit hole. Um, it was also during this time that my husband, the stress of what we were going through, uh, you know, he started drinking really heavily. Um, and for, we had to break up for a while. Um, he decided to get clean eventually and we got back together and I've, you know, got, stopped drinking to make it easier on him and he's been clean 10 years now. Um, and this is, you know, we're, we're struggling to survive through all this. It was a really hard time for my family. Um, and people don't realize how much, you know, mental health, addiction, all that, alcoholism, it's really affecting our society right now. And having lived through something like that, I think I can really relate to the issue. Um, so that's another thing that I think, you know, I understand and it qualifies me to be, you know, I, I know what they need to fix pertaining to this issue. <laughs> um, so it, it was throughout this time we were picking up these odd jobs. And my husband noticed the need for an IT and electronics guy on the waterfront. And so we started, he, he, you know, a, a boat and broke down. They were trying to go out. They needed to get out immediately. You know, they were headed out. All the guys were waiting on the boat. And their computer breaks. And they can't, there's, you know, they have no navigation. And they don't know what they're going to do. He hops on and he fixes it in a few minutes. And they're on their way. And they, the other guy was going to cost them hundreds of dollars just to show up. And it was going to be a few days out. And so it was like an epiphany for us. And so he started picking up these small jobs and I have my business administration and management marketing background and together we formed a business called ShoreTech LLC. We have grown that business for the past eight years. We are doing better than we ever were even before the Obama years now. Um, I've never had to advertise. All of our business has been word of mouth. It's, um, you know, 
We do 90% of the commercial vessels in Gloucester and Rockport. Uh, we have customers from Boston to Maine. Um, commercial is our bread and butter, but we will do some personal as well. Like we just went down to Chatham and did a uh, dentist for the Pats. We also is very conservative, come to find out, um, which is awesome. So we, we, we got ourselves out of it, and now we're doing really, really well, and our business is growing. But throughout my experiences and throughout everything going on, I realized how much that policy held me back. And for example, the excise taxes that I could not afford, eventually losing my license, having to walk to, to my job, and finding employment within walking distance. So I got stuck working minimum wage at the corner store, even though I had been to school, I was stuck. I worked for years just to get my license back part-time on the side um, while I picked up the algebra during the day. It was, it was an exhausting, hard time, but those taxes are what held me back. Or when I filled up the gas tank, I'm paying for solar panels on someone's home, but I'm homeless, <laughs> homeless, and I'm paying for upgrades to someone else's house. This is when I started realizing I was more conservative this is when I realized actually I was a constitutional conservative. <clears throat> I actually started going to school on pre-law, government law and policy. Um, back to school for that. I also, around this time, Fox started getting involved. This is when, right about when Trump came around, that's when I really started going, you know, learning a ton and going back to school and um, I got involved in the local GOP. Um, prior to that, I was kind of just reading on the side, doing my own thing. I didn't really understand anything about the infrastructure. I knew how I felt, but I didn't know what to do. And I had written into the paper, and Amanda Orlando had seen my article in the paper. And she found me online, and she sent me a message, and she asked me if I would be interested in getting involved. And so I did, and I, I went and had coffee with her, and we sat down, and we planned out a four-year, you know, four-year plan. Um, and at the end of this plan, I was going to run against Ann Margaret Ferrante for state representative. And that brings me to today. Um, I went to start going to committee meetings. Amanda eventually asked me if I would be interested in taking over as chairwoman. Um, I have. I am really proud of the work I'm doing in Gloucester. Um, the GOP is growing by leaps and bounds. We've got Democrats coming to our city committee. We've had two of the biggest political events in the history of the city these past two years. Um, under my direction, and I've just been really lucky that Amanda left me a great foundation that I could, you know, build upon, and it's just been wonderful, wonderful. So I have nothing but good things to say now about the cluster GOP because I've got some great people in my corner there. Um, we've got some good committee members. Okay, thank you. Um, so I actually good timing because I'm just done. <laughs> so. Things are going good for me. I'm at the end of my four-year plan. Now it's time for me to run for office. I'm a little bit early. Um, I'm not until 2022, but I want to door knock every house twice. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it again in the spring. Um, I've got my website going up, my cards, everything. I'm trying to gain conservative support in the meantime. I've got to you know, start getting money out there. We just had a huge freedom rally. Um, that was another big ordeal. It's every time we have an event like something, unfortunately. Um, but we get through it, and we have a good time. So I just am so glad that you guys asked me here. I'm like absolutely honored and I thank you and I appreciate it. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to 
uh, Republicans that they, they have a bad rap about wanting to protect nature. So let me tell you about that one. That one's an interesting one. We actually rescued a raccoon. We started, we started with all kinds of different rescue animals. We did squirrels, seagulls, cats, dogs, you name it. We rescued a lot of animals. Um, my family has. My daughter is a real big love for animals. And he, he and his brothers clawed their way out of the walls out of the house after their mom was hit and killed by a car and never came back. And he was the run of the litter of three, and they were beating on him, and they were still nursing, and they couldn't take solid food, and so he needed special love, and it took us about a week to get him back to health. Um, and he really opened my eyes to the situation that we have on Cape Ann when it comes to wildlife. If you have an animal that's hurt, animal patrol, you call them, they, they put them down. There's nothing they can do. They can't, they can't handle the animals. Uh, there's one vet in the area that will take rescues if you're lucky, if they're not busy. Other than that, you can drive hours, hours. So it's a very tough situation. Um, there's a few people since we went through what we went through that have popped up that are doing rescues, which is great, and we, we've registered as rescuers as well. Um, but I don't really have the time that I used to now to do that kind of thing. Um, so it's a tough situation with the animals, and the more that we develop and the more that we take over, the more that we're going to have this problem. Um, I mean, I've seen coyotes in the road hit. It's not, not good, um, especially birds, too. That's another big problem we have. So I, loving this issue, our thing is we need to bring in moderate Democrats in order to win in our district. And how do you bring in moderate Democrats? You've got to find something, you know, some common ground. This is my common ground, and that's why I'm using it. Yeah. Nice. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Okay. Before our next speaker, uh, a number of you got this flyer. Uh, we can have uh, two people pass out, I think about 25. Okay. Oh, they're all, they're all, they're all. Oh. Dan was supposed to.